0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Babylon Bee interview show. Today we talked to Kurt Schlichter. Schlichter.
1: Schlichter. Who
0: wrote a book called We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America or something like that. And uh he's a trial lawyer and an ex
1: He's a military I guess guy. I
0: say ex, right? An right? an Iraqi veteran. He's a, well, ba- not a from, rear he's not, he's not A rear
1: vet. He was making he sure that yeah. He was in the back.
0: <laughs> he t- made, it, made sure that we knew. <laughs> he's like, I was like, I not was the main guy. I was just Really there. far
1: back. Yeah, that's what he kept saying. But he's also a novel writer.
0: Yeah, he writes novels. He wrote yeah. this book about, he's also really interested in Roman history. So, he's kind of draws these connections between the fall of the Roman Empire and yeah. the fall of America. Yeah. And it was super interesting. But he actually has a, a positive and optimistic take about what's going to happen in our nation. So yeah. It was yeah. a really great conversation. He's a funny guy.
1: Super funny. We'll see him. how
0: much actually makes it in and how much we have to
1: delete. <laughs> yeah, we, we
0: did have, we're probably going to have to delete some of it. <laughs> it's only about three minutes long after
1: all and done. It's like Game of Thrones after VidAngel gets a hold of it.
0: But enjoy this interview
1: with Kurt Schlichter. Schlichter.
0: So I heard you left the Mes- Methodist Church. How did that come about?
2: So we're in this Methodist church, right? And it's near the... And I, I I start going there because my chaplain had been there. And it was Stan Ferguson. He's a great guy. Army guy. And, uh, you know, he, he actually has interesting sermons as opposed to... Jesus is about love. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: No Twitter sermons. That's true. Where they have them.
1: It's like, it's true, but what do you mean?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay, Can, can, can you expand on that? Right. No!
1: <laughs>
2: and... Um, and they, they all look like they got, went to the same seminary and got the same haircut, the mm-hmm. men and the women. Yeah. And it's a state... <laughs> That's <laughs> right. They went to I'm like history. super Protestant, where it's barbershop. like, yeah. I want no yeah. hierarchy. Right. If, you're, if you have like a title, I'm like... Mm. Anyway, so Stan was cool. He leaves. We get, you know, generic uh, Methodist woman who's... I greet you with joy.
1: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Whenever I hear that, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this. All
2: right, all right. Gotcha. You know, I'm going to give you a shot.
0: So they always get suspicious when they preach about love and joy in church.
2: Well, well. (laughs) (laughs) when they start off with (laughs) it. Right. Right.
0: And then they never go anywhere
1: else. Or when it's like liturgical, when they're like, I will greet you with joy. You know,
0: his, his voice was better. Yeah, I know that's a hearing <laughs> Methodist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my sounded like an alien. I need church voice.
2: Um, <laughs> that's fair. so So, uh, you know, they're they're having confirmation class, and it's like, okay, that sounds like a good thing to do because yeah. you, you know, and my my kids had started out at a Chabad, right? Because and they got they got a, you know they're an Israeli sniper for a teacher. It was really. It was good to go. Like they he, killed, Hebrew school. Well, like yes. Hebrew school. Yeah. No, I mean, literally Hebrews. Yeah. A, a, a speaking Hebrew. And they literally, right. oh boy, they, when they went to actual church camp, you know, mm. they killed it on Old Testament.
1: Oh, I bet. I they, mean, they, they owned.
2: It. We added some Jesus and it was great. And uh, That's a good summary of Christianity. <laughs> it's so okay. Added Jesus and yeah. it's great. And it's, it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> and it completes it. So anyway, we're going, okay, <laughs> co- confirmation sounds like a good thing that. Great. All right. So there's this little meeting after church, and there's all the families there. and They're like, okay, for our confirmation, we'll first begin by visiting a mosque. And everybody's going, oh, what a good idea. And I'm like, okay. I served in Kosovo. My interpreter, who helped keep me from getting killed, incidentally by Christians, um, was a Muslim guy. I appreciate Muslims, studied Islam. I'm like, eh. I'm like, D- do we? Maybe we should focus on Christianity first. I don't. I don't. I, you know, I don't think it's a bad idea to learn about other religions. I also don't think it's a bad idea to, you know, get more exercise. Yes. But aren't we here to turn out Christians? And everybody's getting kind of uncomfortable. And somebody goes, the uh, uh, minister goes, well, you know, we've we've had students who we've taken to other places, and at the end they decide not to become Christian. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. That's not an optimal result, right? You, you're unhappy about that, and she's kind of looking at me like I'm the idiot. And um, you know, my wife and I now she's Cuban, and she doesn't take any guff. Mm. I'm trying to keep it clean. Those, trying to keep those, it. Trying to keep Cubans. it FCC compliant. Those breakfast tacos, man. <laughs> yes, the breakfast taco.
1: I married a breakfast taco. Breakfast. B- <laughs>
2: breakfast. Who eats a breakfast taco? I know what a breakfast burrito is. I've it's had, an
1: abomination. I've, I have had a breakfast taco, and let me tell you, like a Taco Bell. But is, yeah. it, is that a positive? They thing? are something you should definitely try. Well, look,
2: the Beth, breakfast taco is <laughs> definitely my, you know, romantic demographic. But let's let's move on. So she's sitting there, and I'm like, going, "Okay, you've lit the fuse." And I don't know where it was her or me who goes. We we all agree that Christianity's true, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we 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 believe in our own religion, so we want to pass it on to our kids. Now everybody's getting very uncomfortable now, right? Except us. And um, you know, I've already I've already had to have the. You know, I've actually, you know, when, when somebody was, I think, well, Kurt, I think it's important that we learn about Muslims. And I'm like, okay, I spent a year working directly with Muslims in a Muslim country, but thanks for your input, Guy, who lives by the beach in California. That's right. And so I'm already
1: maybe not, read a book or something. Yeah, they're
2: not. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I've seen I, I, I've seen Colbert, and he's <laughs> explained much of this. If you watch John Oliver, you'll understand. Okay. So so, so mirroring. I forget. We, we believe Christianity is true, and everybody's uncomfortable. And I swear, somebody goes, "Well, who's to say Christianity's true?" And I kind of look at the minister, and she's kind of like, "I'm like
1: done." <laughs> yeah over! Right. We're out of here! And you said it like that.
2: Uh, I, I probably said it more obscenely. <laughs> we did not go back and we were not
0: missed. So the Did priest, you have this look on your face when you said it?
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, I had exactly. I thought, from my book, We'll Be Back, The Fallen Rise of America. You
0: won't finger. be back. Not to
2: the
1: Methodist. Not church. to
2: that one. We won't be And back. it was horrible for... And it was a, a painful for my dad because he was a lifelong Methodist. And every time I'd see him, he Same. passed away in April... Mm-hmm. Uh but every time i'd see him he would have uh, you know i wrote another letter to the bishop and i'm like dad
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. think
2: your bishop's listening to you
1: wasn't well, the methodists had a massive split like last year didn't they they went through this i don't know
2: huge... i i i don't i don't do methodism anymore
1: um no, not many do
2: <laughs> no all the mainline <laughs> churches are going away because there's nothing there right. i remember even as a kid i was going you know right Laugh well, a lot of guitars
0: and it, yeah. it just – I mean – Well, probably telling people that you're not sure if your religion is true isn't a great way you, to you –
2: would, You would think that.
0: Yeah. Now, I persuade people for a living yeah.
2: as a trial lawyer. I have to con- – used to have to convince them to go up hills to kill people as uh, you know—as an officer. Um, you know, I'm a writer. I try and persuade people. I would think starting out by going, I'm going to tell you what I think except I want you to know I'm not positive about it. Right, I've got a lot of doubts,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, I just, I,
1: I, I just find the whole thing bizarre. Well, that's when you turn when you turn a confirmation into a deconstruction session. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's. Which means
1: a deconversion session.
2: Yes, we're we're <laughs> we're here to convince none of you to become Christians, yeah, and they're
1: doing a great job. We're here to <laughs> deconvert you uh, in this Methodist church,
2: <laughs> and it's and it's odd because I always yeah. had kind of the most. I never didn't. I never wasn't Christian. I, I you know, I, I started. I went, mean, you know, Presbyterian and Christian Church, it, it, weird Presbyterian Church back in uh, Kansas City because my parents moved around before we sailed in Northern California. Mm-hmm. And I remember in the Presbyterian Church, and this is like 1970. I mean, it, you know, it was literally the Sunday school teacher was going, "Well, you know, black people are black because they've been cursed by God," Ooh. and I'm like. And I, I, I'm like six, and I'm going. I don't think that. Can, I don't think that's right.
1: <laughs> that is a weird. I think that's.
2: Here. I I think you. I I think you. You should probably go back and reread your primary sources, because I don't think that's in there. Yeah, I'm mean, a little kid. So, but but I I never didn't believe in God, mm. and I you know I mean there are a lot of people who will you know you read you. Know, Apologs and your you know your Christian books about you know here's here's the fact and I just I just always kind of believe in God.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just Never. did you didn't need all the convincing.
2: I didn't need any convincing, it just it, 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 and I and I rigorously refuse to uh, uh uh try and prove his existence through like science and stuff, except for how do you get this by chance? How do you roll the dice yeah. and then you have this complex interplay of uh, proteins and DNA. molecules and uh, DNA Information. And molecules. It just sort of happens and Eyeballs. we can uh, we can't even make right. you know the most basic
0: things happen in a lab and we're super smart. Yeah, this face does not come about by random chance.
2: No, that 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 face that face is blessed. Uh <laughs> no, so I I I I always just believed and I, I still do and
0: Do you have any uh, cool Court stories, like um, like a you-can't-handle-the-truth moment? Yes. Can I, you tell us your- uh, I'm
2: doing story. a case for a Methodist. friend of mine. It's a oh. defamation case. Mm. And he was accused of taking, uh, he was a commander, accused by a contract bus company, which would take guys off to training, of letting them smoke pot and use booze on the bus, drink booze on the bus, which- Is a career problem, if true. It was not true. But the bus company was mad at him because he let his guys into the bathroom on the bus, which they didn't want to have to clean. And they basically made allegations against him and investigated. His career got completely sidetracked. He actually went to Iraq after I won the case with another guy to um, uh, redeem himself and ended up getting hit in the head with a rocket. Anyway, I'm up there. I'm a, uh, he, he lived.
1: Is he okay? That escalated quickly. But.
2: He's okay. Okay. He actually, he actually calmed down after that. He was, a little, he was a whippy guy before that. Oh. You now he's a little more mellow. I got a couple that. texts from him today.
1: Wow.
0: But anyway, um, anyway, uh, after he got hit in the head with a rocket.
1: Yes. That slowed him down. Is what you said. It chilled him. Okay. It was, it was a chill okay. kill.
2: Mm. Uh, actually the rocket actually did kill the guy next to him. Oh, um, it didn't explode. So anyway, I, I'm sitting up there and I, I'll tell you off air the, the funniest one because it's yes. somewhat obscene. And, uh, but um, I'm sitting there and I'm doing the closing argument. And I'm going, guys, right, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this is about values. This is about values. Whose values are we going to have? Are we going to have the values of Private Ryan? And I point at my client. Or the values of Cheech and Chong. Three million forty-nine thousand nine hundred and twelve dollars, and I dated two of the jurors later. I was single at the
1: time. That's actually that's America's choice right now. Actually, isn't it kind of? It's like the Cheech and Chong. Private Ryan or Cheech and Chong? Which way, Western? Yes. Where? where Which where way are, are
0: you going?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a good one. Wow. Um, gosh,
0: it's a good moment. Did everybody stand up and?
2: Uh, no, the, the jury was in the palm. Of, boy, when you're doing a jury, or when you're—have you guys done stand-up?
0: Not doing a jury, like when you're dating them, but
1: like dating, but, not doing the yeah, jury. yeah, not or not or party, like right, mm. you know? Because yeah, I'm not. I've done a lot of theater, course. not a lot of stand-up. No, no, no a lot of stand-up. Stand-up. you
2: guys haven't done stand-up right jokes. Okay, yeah. No. There, there's a certain time when you're in a play and you own the audience. And I'll oh, yeah. do it as speaking gig, and For I sure. know I have got them. And you know, in a jury or a stand-up. Or a speaking and you've got them, and they're all like this. Yeah. And, you know, I get why stand-ups do it. Remember, how, the stand-up, which I did for a while, is agonizing because, mo- first of all, most stand-ups are lunatics. And most of them don't have, like, real yeah. careers or jobs. I always had a job, mm-hmm. so I was, like, the stable one. I could also write for other people, which most stand-ups can't. But... There's, I mean, the, the the thing about stand-up is you are, there's so much pressure to do well and you want to kill all the time and there's nothing like killing. It's gotta be what, like, smoking crack is. Um, yeah. but, but, but it was a high. And <laughs> the terrible thing is, 50% of the time you are below average. Mm. That's, the, that's the thing. So half the time, you're gonna be like, ah, I could have been a lot better. And they, oh my gosh, we would drive out to, like, you know, we're driving all over Southern California, and we'd take a bunch of comics with us. So we'd have like five comics in a car and be driving to freaking Victorville. And my poor wife. And just every comic, com- oh, that, uh, that joke about sodomy did not land. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you want to hear my favorite joke, and it's Bible-friendly. They
1: often don't. Yeah, I would like to hear this
2: is yeah. This is – and it got me – by the way, I said the word <laughs> sodomy on my first national radio show, which was Dennis Miller's show – with Gary O'Connor Larry O'Connor hosting. And I said sodomy and it was on Salem and they they dumped me. It's the only time I've been dumped. It's my first appearance. I'm like, how can you dump me? It's in the Bible.
1: You're not allowed to say the sodomy? You're not allowed to say sodomy. Or talk about sodomy. I in, didn't describe in a it. I didn't way.
2: I didn't go into specifics. I just said it.
1: You can't and say it in a positive way?
2: And Salem
0: has now published your book. Salem has now published my book. (laughs) So you were back.
2: So I I am back. Uh, And and I say sodomy in there several times. But here's my favorite joke that I wrote. What is this book about? This is my favorite joke that I wrote, which is... uh, This is your joke. You wrote this. this, I wrote this joke. (laughs) Okay. Which is, uh, we all know what happened in Sodom. But what happened in Gomorrah that's so bad no one will talk
1: about it? Yeah. it's a good question.
2: I think that's the funniest freaking joke I've ever written. Not the biggest laughs, but I'm the most proud of it. I don't know why,
0: <laughs> but I think it's funny as hell. Yeah, well. okay, yeah, me. Okay, I got it. that's right. Get right? it? Because what is Gamora?
2: See eat? exactly, Gamora. Gamora. Exactly. Because somebody, somebody, Gamora took it to the next level. Yeah. yeah. Make, it's like gonna, we're, we're Sodom and you know what happened here. And it yeah. doesn't make the bad cut.
0: those guys. Those guys. Those guys are sick. Look out. They got some yeah. weird stuff.
1: Top for your goats.
0: So uh, let's talk about guns. Uh what's <laughs> I'm your four. what's your favorite caliber? Uh top five calibers. Well, forty five and then everything else follows. There's, There's there. a whole
2: chapter on guns in yeah,
1: We'll be back.
0: The full and rise of the We did America. our research, that's why we're asking.
2: Uh yeah. you look said I, your
1: your favorite though is the forty five. I like the forty five. Yeah.
2: I uh uh, I carried it in the army. I like the kind of uh, uh, no baloney stopping power hmm. that it, that it has. I, I mean, you know, nine millimeter. I've used those too. Well, yeah, can we were gonna, totally
0: blow a lung right out of your body. Yeah, yeah right out. It, it will out. blow. Well, that's a
2: twenty-two. Uh, oh, okay. I
0: thought it was the nine mil. Nine the nine mil. mil. It, oh, that's nine mm that right. does it. The right, I, out the back. Yeah, Try yeah, to get when,
2: your facts. Right. I, you know,
0: I. It's easy to get the calibers. It, it's
2: so. it, it. You know, I, I should just listen to Joe Biden and. He'll, isn't
1: uh, isn't the three hundred eight God's caliber though, isn't it? Uh,
2: it, 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 you know, it's up there. <laughs> it's definitely sacred. <laughs> I like the three hundred eight. Uh, if you have like an M one,
1: yeah, type, like an or or old M one like Grand or a SOCOM from the world from World War II. Yeah, you
2: can't miss. Yeah. If you're, uh, I I
1: just love those. Yeah. Uh, Mesh your shoulder up,
2: but I, I like them they will stop what you shoot at and they will hit what you aim at. But there are no forty-five.
1: I know 45s.
2: Well, you know 45s. I like forty
1: five So you wrote I wanted, You wrote a bunch of novels. I did. I'm very interested in that.
2: The Kelly Turnbull novels. The
1: Cal- Kelly I yeah. So I'm interested Eagle's in the Republic. story. Yeah, and then, what's the kind of premise of your novels? What is the... Well, the,
2: the premise is the country has had a national divorce, which I also talk about in We'll Be Back, The and Rise of America, <laughs> uh, uh, about why it couldn't happen. Then, I, of course, I write six... Best-selling novels, and they have sold. I've sold a lot oh. uh, because they're fun. Uh, about essentially a national divorce with some civil war stuff, and the idea was for me, I was bored with, you know, novels. You know, I, I like action novels, spy novels, whatever, and I was just kind of by like, bored. Oh, uh, unstoppable hero has another adventure against evil villain. And it's exactly the same and I know where all the beats are going to be and then there's – yeah, it's going to end and we'll have another in a year. Um, and I'm not going to name any names but – Right. You know who I'm talking about. And I was just bored. I mean I got I, – there was one uh, very prominent and tiny writer who uh, – I got through about six pages of his book and I was just like I can't. I yeah. can't. Uh, it was written like five miles of bad road. It was just not interesting. Just to not interesting. And mean, then
0: you made this face at the book. <laughs> I did. I actually
2: pointed with that very uh, scary finger. And yeah. I want to emphasize that is a finger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I I know. I know. That's yeah. yeah. That's, I, that's I don't good. know if
2: people can see from there. They yeah. may be curious. we'll,
0: we'll put us we'll put an overlay. We'll up. make sure people they do No, that's a finger. Kirk. <laughs> can Cur- we get curious. a little thing that says finger and points to that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I I, I I had written some essentially books of tweets. I was just experimenting with the new technology of being able to put stuff out on Kindle. And I did not want, I had already published traditionally. So I have two tracks. I have traditional books like We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America okay. is uh, Regnery, which is a great house. And they published my last one. And the one before that was published by someone else. And then the one before that by someone else. Uh, but I, So I had done that. But I was like, I don't want to ask anybody if I can do these books because I want to do them my way and I want to make them interesting and they're not going to be structurally like mm-hmm. the others. And there's going to be a lot of humor and there's going to be a lot of tangents and there's going to be uh, like action. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote word the fir- sodomy several times. The word <laughs> sodomy appears many times.
0: Yep. I, uh,
2: unfortunately the, in the first one, uh, I used a certain, is it profanity, obscenity or vulgarity? Well, it begins with F and I used it several times. I think that's a slur. Actually, I used it 37 times. Oh, wow. Because I did a search. And 30, later people would come back and say, I love your book, but that was very distracting. So I actually use it much. I, I use You added
0: more. You use it much more. In the next <laughs> much more. one.
2: Oh. you'll learn. Um, yes. No, I write, this, I write this thing about, you know, this operative. And I wanted no character. I just wanted a guy who propelled plot. Because there's nothing I hate more than when you have like, you know, ah, the Seal Special Forces guy, and you know,
0: oh, there's
2: a there's a puppy. Now we'll meet his inside soft self. I just thought that was stupid. You're so not a, a save
0: the cat fan. So
1: what?
2: No, no. We I didn't save, oh. the, cat. save the cat. I actually set the cat, the cat with a forty. Set the cat on fire. Yeah. And uh, I want to make Sid Field cry.
1: You're trying to create characters people hate.
2: Uh, no i'm, I'm trying to, i'm trying i i Isn't what i'm trying device? to do <laughs> is have uh a a, a plot driven novel set in a interesting milieu
1: have you ever written a screenplay about any of these i've optioned these no, uh yes have you optioned them?
2: uh I, I haven't optioned any of these yeah uh, i've optioned other ones including other the do you have uh, any russian
1: novel? characters yeah. in your books you yes
2: there is okay. a one russian
1: look. would you like us, to us, audition right now there's a lot of Russian For the movie? That's very good. I hear. There I hear I do a cold many open friends. like
2: James Bond in each of them. Yeah. That doesn't reflect to the... It's, right. It may have a little bit, but it's actually some action. Send like uh, Chinese-occupied Hawaii or Russia in Oh, one I like this. That. Oh, that's cool. And I do a cold open... All these books... you do Chinese?
1: All, I can I'm not right now.
2: Man, yeah. you, are, <laughs> you are versatile, I think is the word. Um, I... I want to write. I, I, I want to write what I want to write, sure. and I want to have fun, and I want it to be something that I would read. And every once in a while, I'll pick them up and start reading. I will go, "Hey, not bad." I'm I, I'm very happy with these books. I, like I said, I've sold it on. Cool. People were very happy. They're pestering me to get the seventh out. The seventh will probably be out in September Octo- September, October.
1: I just bought the first one, so I'm I'm looking forward to reading. Are you I, listening I like, to it or no? No, no. I was I'm going to read it, but okay. I I was uh, I do enjoy. I can read. Yeah.
0: Um.
2: You what, and that fancy book learning.
1: And what are some of your favorite novels that
0: influenced you? I know you said you, you read a bunch that you uh, hated.
2: I'm not, uh, I'm not influenced by the novels. I'm influenced by movies. Okay. Okay. And well. I grew up in the eight, uh, 70s, 80s, nine, eh, 70s, 80s. You know, back when movies were fun and when music was fun and when stuff was just cool. Uh, and I was deeply influenced by a lot of the 60s stuff. So you will find references to Guns and Navarone. References to heat, which is, I just love that movie. Uh,
1: Al Pacino, Val Kilmer, yes.
2: Uh, uh, gosh, great escape. Uh, just these, these, these fun, dirty dozen, of course, just sure. these fun, just well structured, entertaining movies. Spooky and the Bandit, Cannonball Run. Uh, in this new one, yes, right. all right. The new one will also have some Mad Max. I can't Ooh. wait. I'll show you guys Beyond the, sh-
1: Thunderdome or like before that, Road I, Road.
2: I have. Road Warrior is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, I've seen idea. it like 10 times in the theater. Yeah. I have never seen Thunderdome.
1: So Thunderdome doesn't hold up. As, as I, when I was a kid, I watched it. It was like the best movie ever. Doesn't hold up as well. So I'm don't. sorry if that's blasphemy, but I, I haven't.
2: No, Thunderdome, I, I, kind of I've, I've seen bits. I'm, and I was never interested enough to see it, which is yeah. so weird. It's like I'm the biggest world's biggest replacements fan, but I won't buy any Paul Westerberg yeah uh uh solo albums uh, for more information on the replacements
1: <laughs> yeah. um well I've, I've heard of them yeah, yeah. yes they're good. yeah they're, they're okay well,
0: speaking <laughs> of a post apocalyptic wasteland in your new book you like an america to ancient rome which went through many transformations so, <laughs> are you reading questions? I am. Who is Julia? I don't know what this. I don't know. Uh, who this, I don't you, know where this question is going. Who would you who? cast
1: as Julius Caesar now?
0: <laughs> who would I cast as Julius? Oh, who's Caesar? Julius
1: Caesar? Yeah, who's well, Julius actually, Caesar? I, who's Mark Anthony?
2: Uh, well, that's interesting. Who uh, can I play? Who's Cleopatra? Who can Kyle play? Well, first of all, there uh, there yeah. is a Julius Caesar- Caesar's character in the new novel. Oh, right. That's coming up. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's a. Uh, it's not a. It's not that close a fit. Okay. What we're looking at, the the I love Roman history, by the way. And of course, I moved to mob stuff, and then I moved to Hollywood agent stuff. I'm like reading like about Mike Ovitz now as I walk, which is hilarious. To that's me. very strange. Uh, that's very odd. In any case, uh, but uh, the Roman history stuff has a lot of themes, uh, specific stuff, like who is a Julius Caesar? Well, you know— there, there, really isn't because Julius Caesar was kind of a sui generis kind of guy. I mean, he was, you know, a a general. Uh, he was a nobleman, one uh, a writer, mm. uh, and
1: handsome to boot.
2: I mean, Julius Caesar knew how to. You see <laughs> all Julius the like, busts.
1: You know, you see the busts. He dated you know, all t- twelve he, jurors. Yeah. Oh,
2: <laughs> Julius ah. Caesar. That's he he would have got. He would have gotten with a court reporter while she was typing. Oh, yeah. uh, Julius Caesar was uh, interesting guy, and Sorry. but but I mean he his ambition pretty much redefined right what Rome was going to be. Uh, although he came at the end of you know, like a hundred years of conflict that basically killed the uh, republic. And we were talking about it a little earlier. Are you if you're just a dude and you've got like an olive? We're An dudes. olive farm, right? You're growing olives. I guess they come off trees. I don't know. I yeah. don't need olives. I'm not interested in olives. I'm not casting aspersions on olives. We're olive-oriented people, but you get the idea. You're not. Gonna, it's not going to be a really big deal if you're living under the 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 Republic or the Empire. You don't really know the difference. You know that up there stuff's happening, but uh, that that major transition. Uh, had been coming for a long time. In America, are we undergoing a major transition now? I don't know, but the America that we have today is significantly different than the one I recall from it late, uh, you know, the early two thousands or not two thousands, early nineties. Early nineties, eighties, uh, in the eighties. Yeah, I mean the eighties to me, the eighties to me are like normal times. We're prosperous. You know, very, you know, really can't be challenged. Uh, you can say whatever you want, including controversial things. And nobody's going to come after you. You don't have this kind of social warfare.
0: What are some of the words that you could say in the 80s that would get you canceled now? Yeah. If you just want to listen to yeah. so? I don't even
2: want to... Um, <laughs> well, some I don't want to say. Yeah, I don't. just find it interesting that you
0: could. That was the joke.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, so in 1991... You think about, like, the 1990s. You're talking about 80s as kind of normal life. 90s, we start on the decline. Is that kind of your idea? Well, we hit hit the
2: pinnacle in the early 90s, uh, the uh, uh, destruction of Iraqi army in the Gulf War. Now, I was at Corps Maine, 7 Corps Maine, uh, probably the most powerful fighting force ever assembled in human history. And this force, along with two other corps, annihilated an entire army of a country in four days. And it wasn't like one battle in one place. This was over hundreds and hundreds of miles. Nothing like that has ever happened before.
0: If they were to be time-traveled, teleported to ancient Rome, how many like legions of Roman soldiers do you think?
2: A legion was about 5,000. So how many do you
0: think you could kill? Before yeah. they they killed versus you. that like <laughs> just army. endless waves of Probably like uh, at the
2: at the most there were something like thirty six actual legions like all the and Persian we took army. out like thirty six actual divisions so you could you and could, when I say we it's in the I was so far in the rear you basically had a FedEx a rear vet so you think you could I was kill all I the was Romans? in the back there were the rear echelon guys I was behind them yeah. I was at the core main just because that's where do
0: so you think that fighting force was. could take out all the Roman soldiers.
1: Uh, they, without noticing them. Well, how how quickly could they take out the Nazis?
0: Uh,
2: the the German forces, even at their best, would have lasted uh, – the, the only advantage is the Iraqis were poor fighters. We thought they were going to be very good. There, there There's no comparison to the, the power of the American Seven Corps at that time. This was the force that was supposed to destroy the uh, – one of the two corps that was supposed to destroy the Warsaw Pact guys invading – uh, from uh, uh, the Cold War. And when the Cold War, you know, essentially the wall fell, uh, they moved the seven Corps down to northern Saudi Arabia, and uh, it just, this whole fury just fell on the Iraqis. It I mean, the the smart ones gave up, and I remember driving by these giant, you know, it was essentially pits that would just be carved out of the desert, which is thousands of Iraqi soldiers who had just given up, just... Pfft. Don't kill us. And our guys would basically go walk that way, and then just move on uh, until they hit opposition. Then they kill the opposition. So, So what the heck happened? I don't know. Well, I do know
0: in the decline. You know,
2: we're at this pinnacle. We got cultural power. We got economic power. We have, you know, diplomatic power. We have military power, unquestioned. You know, the Russians are looking at us. They're already falling apart. They're like, we can't compete. The Chinese are like, holy cow! It's going to take at least thirty-one years for parity. Um we stopped trying. There was a book out there called the uh, uh the end of history and the last man by Francis Fukuyama where they basically said, "Oh, we're done. We've now established kind of liberal democracy and liberal democracy is completely triumphed, and human nature I guess is repealed because nothing interesting is going to happen from now hmm. on."
1: Sounds like a Methodist.
2: Uh yes. And we and we uh and we just sort of stopped trying.
1: Coming up next, for Babylon Bee subscribers.
2: Climate change is a hoax. The, the whole abortion thing is, is fascinating, how it went from safe, legal, and rare. And it's actually brilliant. It doesn't necessarily energize your opposition. So much of this is driven by bizarre daddy issues, the need to be transgressive, to I'll, I'll show you, I'll show all of you. It's a manifestation of what Hunter Biden did. Hunter Biden's trying to hurt his dad by living the way he does.
0: This has been another edition of the B Weekly from the dedicated team of certified fake news journalists you can trust here at the Babylon Bee. Reminding
1: you that someone out there knows something about Carmen. And we're going to find them.